fist pumping and looking like a night at the Roxbury. Big Friday night. Big plans tonight. Probably going to hang around here until 11 o'clock. Yep. And drive home. Sounds good. You going to a bed MGM or going to MGM National Harbor? Funny that you Play ask, some poker till four. I, I was thinking about that. No, but I'm not. I'm not. Also, got to apologize to my guy Dylan. I wasn't in the shot there. Dylan's trying to do his job, and I you got to be sitting there jerk. dancing all around out of frame. Well, you know, 20 hours a week <laughs> in the same spot. And Especially in that night, chair you're sitting in. Friday night, 8.42 p.m., and I see all these people walking the fine streets of D.C. Yep. enjoying their Friday nights. Yep, yep, I yep. see the bosses on social media. Everybody's watching the games, having maybe a little gray goose on a Friday night. And here must, we are, must busting be nice. our asses. Hell yeah. That's how I like to spend my Fridays, though. Love it. Just crunching numbers and time to bet it all. If all you, of it. If you listen closely, you can hear the sarcasm no, dripping out of No, there's actually no sarcasm. Mouth. This is really what I would be doing. I'd be betting and watching games anyway. But you would be outside at a bar somewhere. No, I'd probably actually be, unfortunately, like on my couch anyway. But it's nice out. It is really nice. Yeah, right? come on now. You can't let that go. It is you just nice set up out. the TV outside, yeah, and the there you go. Do you do that. It's the way to do it right there. All right. So right now it's, what is it, 13? I just, oh, man. You know what I hate the most? I hate when you have something up and then it completely disappears because I need to check this box score. Oh, man, everything's disappeared on me. All right, whatever. Forget it. I was going to sit there. And, thank you. 6 God, 16 what's to going go. on here? First quarter. The Heater are winning because that's what they do, right? Uh, bam, six points already. Good start. Thank Four you for boards already. Yes. There we go. Uh, only one foul. So good start for Bam. He's 2 of 4 from the floor. Jason Tatum, 2 of 2 shooting. One of one from three. He's got five points, one board, one assist. Uh, and then you got Jalen Brown has not scored yet. He's 0 for 3 from the floor. So not a great start for Jalen Brown. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Yeah, man. I know there's plenty of time, but like... It's 13-9 right now. Miami's got the lead. I don't know. I'm already concerned about Heat or uh, Celtics minus five and a half first half. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Uh, I would if, be... If the Celtics get swept, you fire Joe Mazzulla. You fire Joe Mazzulla if they get swept. Yeah, during You know the what? Break, if the Celtics lose in five games, I'm sorry, Joe Mazzulla's got to go. He's not ready for the job. When we went into the break, I asked Nick, I said, would you be surprised, would you be shocked if Boston was swept by Miami? And you said I would be shocked. And I said, you know, I really wouldn't, though. And it's crazy because Boston's the more talented team. Really, what does Miami have that Boston doesn't have? They have a good coach. Yes. But it's the NBA, so talent should take over. You have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Two, I would say, top 25, top 30 yeah. players in the league. And that's why Boston has enough talent to bare minimum win two games like, in this series. Jimmy Butler wasn't even an all-star. Bam's the only all-star for the Heat. But when we get to the playoffs, Jimmy becomes Michael Jordan. It really doesn't make sense. It kind of does. I mean, Jimmy's getting a little bit older. He's in his 30s now, early 30s. He doesn't have to go hard every single regular season game. But it is crazy how he just like flips this switch. Especially just like watching early on in his career. Always a good player, but he's become a great player. Like a really, really great player. I never saw this coming from Jimmy Butler. And, and it's weird because he gets like better the older he gets, too. He ages like a fine wine. Yeah. It might be Big Face Coffee. And he, like he's an alpha. Like the difference between yeah. him and a lot of guys in this league, I hate to be, you know, like Clint Eastwood, old man, get off my lawn, 90s NBA guy. But he reminds me of like a throwback. Like Jimmy Butler reminds me of like Michael Jordan and. You know, those guys that we grew up watching. But that's, not, like, 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 that's not a get-off-my-lawn attitude because in any sport, you need to have the big star. Like, big stars, the best stars are alphas. Like Barkley, Stockton. They were, like, not dirty players, but they wanted to win. Yep. 
And Kobe was like, that way. Jordan was that way. And, yes. Yes. And now, I mean, listen, in his prime, Russell Westbrook was that guy. And that's what made him at least endearing. But it's not like it made the team better. But, like, he had still that old school mentality. You, you have guys. Look, we can't. I understand people say LeBron doesn't have the dog in him. LeBron wants to win as much as anybody. So let's oh, let's he's not got the dog in him. Yeah, he, he has it. It's he's, just not the same as Jordan. So what? You see LeBron in the offseason. You see LeBron during the season. He's changing up his diet. He's spending millions of yep. dollars on his body. He's busting his ass in the gym. He's on the keto diet and he's 195 pounds <laughs> at six foot eight. He's not like I hate to throw John under the bus. He's taking enough beating in the media right now. But, like, you, you don't see LeBron at the strip club. You don't see him driving around on Instagram, flashing. It's yeah. It's just, like, there's he's a all basketball, man. And that's Jimmy, too. Like, he's putting in the work yeah. all day long, LeBron, every day. You LeBron, can have fun, but you got to put in the work. LeBron also win. has a billion-dollar image that he has to protect, though, too. Right. So there's a little bit more to that. But, yes, you're right. Right, right. I mean, but... um. As Derek White finally hits a three, 16-12. There you go, Derek Way White. Much. Way too much scoring going on for me. I need two threes from him. That's part of the parlay. All right, it's Fake News Friday. Burlow, what you got for us? We haven't talked enough NFL tonight, so that's where we're going to go Let's go. The yeah. Denver Broncos, we did talk about them a little bit. Their defense finished seventh in yards allowed per game last season. True story or fake news, with Sean Payton in charge of the offense, the Broncos will have a winning record well, in 2023. I said this earlier to our guest. Yes, they will have a winning record, and they will contend for a playoff spot. Now, the AFC we know is absolutely stacked, and I, I totally understand that. But the difference with this is that you have a real head coach that all, that saw already what was going on with the defense. He's going to focus on making that offense just capable in year one. They went out and addressed the offensive line, which you got to protect your quarterback. And if you go back and look at the playoffs last year, right, I mean, the teams that were sitting in front of the Broncos was quite a few. The Raiders are going to be worse. The Browns are a question mark. I don't know what Deshaun Watson is at this point. Yeah. Titans are going to be terrible. The Jets are above them. Jets could be a playoff team. I think the Patriots take a step back. They were ninth anyway. Steelers are a question mark, maybe a fringe playoff team. Dolphins, they got to have everybody's got to stay healthy. Ravens, everybody's got to stay healthy. So the AFC is absolutely loaded. But you have enough talent here where you could have let's say the first 10 teams in the AFC with winning records, and then just the bottom is bad, like the Colts and the Texans and then the Raiders and Titans take a big step back. I think we're going to see a, a massive difference between top 8, 9, 10 teams in the AFC, and the Broncos are going to be a part of that, yeah. and then just bottom feeders that are nowhere near the rest of them. Yeah, you know what? I agree, man. I'm really high on the Chargers. I love that price, plus 350. There's a reason why the Chiefs are minus 160 to win the conference, because they're favored in literally all 17 games. But I have Denver right now favored in at least eight games and then a pick in another two. They're going to be three-point favorites against the Raiders week one, four-point favorites against Washington week two, and then even some games where they're dogs. Like Miami could be 11, an 11-12 win team, but also like a big question mark is Tua's health. They're three-point dogs week three. They go to Chicago. They're favorites there. They go to the Jets, and that's pretty much going to be a pick. So I think they're a nine-win team. I think that that's their basement with Sean Payton, with that defense, and I'm kind of with Nick. I, I think Russ Wilson could have a bounce back here. I thought it was actually going to be last year coming off that injury in Seattle because the year, the down year that he had in Seattle the final year was because of the hand injury. Like his hand doctor told him, you have no business playing football for four weeks, but he was a gamer. He wanted mm -hmm. to get back out there. I could see him having a bounce back year. I could see Sean Payton coming in changing things around a little bit. I don't think they're like a 12-13 win team, but I think they're probably a 9-win team. Yeah. I don't know if that gets them into the playoffs, but I think they're above 500 next year. I Else, agree. Elsewhere in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the 10th easiest strength of schedule by opponent in 2023. 
True story or fake news, the Jags will challenge for the AFC's first round bye in 2023. Mm, that's fake news. I'm not ready to put them that far, and I like the Jags. I like the, the over-under win total this past season. I liked them as a playoff team. Both hit. This is great. Uh, the problem is you have the Chiefs at the very top there, and you've got a lot of really good teams at the top of the AFC. I'm not ready to write the Bills off just yet. I mean... I'm not ready to even go near saying the Bengals are going to take a step back. There's just there's a lot up there. You like the Chargers. I don't hate the Chargers. New offensive coordinator. The Jags have a bright, bright future. But if you threw them in the NFC, I'd say they could contend for it. Absolutely. And it'd be interesting to look at how many teams in the AFC right now. Yeah. We said if they were in the NFC, they could contend for that wild for that first round bye. Jacksonville's not there yet. But they're they're well on their way, and we talk about the, all these young quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, the last eight weeks of the regular season, yeah, highest rated quarterback in the NFL. Guess what? That's going to continue. That's what we expected. You yeah. just had Urban Meyer his rookie year, just like Nathaniel Hackett with Denver. You can tell when a head coach is in over his head. Both those head coaches in over their heads. Yeah, like the final nine weeks of last season. I kept saying, like, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's finally went through puberty because he, like, became a man. Because his rookie year was such a mess. You can't blame that on him. That was all on Urban Meyer. But what I always hated about Trevor, and even that final year at Clemson, like, he'd throw a bad interception. He'd throw his hands up in the air. It was always bad body language. You have to be a leader when you're the starting quarterback of a team. We saw that the final nine weeks of the season. They get Calvin Ridley. I like the run game. I love Doug Peterson. My biggest concern with the Jags, though, is still the defensive side of the ball. The secondary is not great. I think they reached on Walker with the number one overall pick. I would have taken Hutchinson, who had eight and a half sacks last year and three interceptions. Would have been defensive rookie of the year if Sauce Gardner wasn't the best defensive back in the league as a rookie. With the Jags, man, love them to win the division, even at that price. Love them week one, actually. Three and a half point favorites on the road against the Colts. I know the Colts own them, but that's a full rebuild for the Colts. But... I think they're probably a year away from being a true contender in the AFC. I like the Chargers a lot. I still like the Chiefs. I like the Jets with Aaron Rodgers on a mission. So I think they're probably a couple years away. And the Bengals, like for the Bengals, it's Super Bowl or bust. I like the Bengals a little bit more than the Jags mm-hmm. this year. But I do think they win a really bad division. Yeah, I would still put the Jags ahead of them. Too. Yeah. I, I put the, the Bengals ahead of them, absolutely. Same, same here. Yeah. Same here, yeah. yeah. Let's move over to the NFC. Last season, the NFC East had three teams. The Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants all clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2007. True story or fake news, the NFC East will send three teams once again to the playoffs in 2023. True story, because my commanders and your commanders, yeah, going back to the playoffs with Sam Howell in there. Yeah. Let's go. And, of course, the Eagles and, of course, the Cowboys. And yep. then the Cowboys will throw up all over themselves. Yep. It's going to be the Sam Howell show this year. I'm buying in like you are now, because why not? Yeah. Why I've actually, not? I've bought into the Cowboys. We talked about this last night. Oh, see, I bet them to represent you're a crazy the person. NFC. You're I have cra- them you're crazy. the division. Did you not see Mike McCarthy the last two years in the playoffs? No, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I know. they lost. Lost in the worst possible ways. No, I know, but I think that... Uh, I think, uh, do we have enough time? Can I run the ball up So, with the Cowboys, Tony Pollard's going to be ready for the start of training camp. I didn't think we'd see him until, like, week three or week four with that injury happening so late. Still, I do think that they're going to get a bigger back. It's not going to be like Derrick Henry. I think they need, like, a power back. I don't trust Ronald Jones, and I do like Deuce Vaughn, but he's five foot four. Um... I like Tony Pollard getting 20-plus touches per game. I like. I would Brandon go get Dalvin Cook. As a number two. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. I would too. go get Dalvin Cook. Joe Mixon. I mean, is Cincinnati going to hang on to him? Yeah. I like Cooks as the number two. I think Gallup could have a bounce back year. I don't know if he could be the player he was in 2019. I like CeeDee Lamb and then on the defensive side of the ball. You have Micah Parsons, full-time going defensive end this year. They had Stephon Gilmore, who three years ago was the defensive player of the year with all those interceptions. I like Dallas. 
I think they could get three in. I think the team that doesn't get in is actually the Giants. I think the Commanders do get in. I think the Giants are probably like an eight-win team. I, I bet you there's regression from Daniel Jones this year. Especially after getting paid. Yeah. Not that he got the bag, but he got still, paid. It te- it's technically $40 million For a him, year. that's the bag. It's just, yeah. But there's also teams that will now look at the film and say, all right, this is what he. This is what was different in the first year under Brian Dable. Yeah. Not going to be the same this year. He's just not that good of a quarterback. He turns the ball over too much. We know We know what it is. So, But I'll tell you, if there's any division, as crazy as it is, that can send four teams to the playoffs, almost happened last year. There's a chance this year. NFL division long shots we love next.